Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Halala Show Season 4 Mix number 20. Woo! Welcome to the Halo Halo Show, everyone. Happy 420. I mean, for uh, Mix Season 4, number 20. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Although... I don't. Right, right. <laughs> I don't really. True, true. But um, uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. And uh, this week will be a little bit spicy because we're talking about very interesting stuff. But before we go on to do that, we would like to introduce ourselves to everybody who's new here. My name is Rika. My name is JC. And this is a podcast about anything and everything under the sun. So Rika did mention uh, we do talk about trending topics, which we like to call the TTs. But before we do that, we also go into something called Where You Been, where we talk about our, our very interesting lives uh, you know, Rika's in the UK for all the new listeners. She's in the UK doing UK stuff. It's it's pretty cool. Just UK stuff. UK stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we also have a little segment sometimes towards the end uh, that can be a little bit different. And this time we have some got this a question, which we have asked you to post during our uh, in, in Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, there's like a Q&A prompt in there. And we're going to answer a few questions towards the end of the mix as well. Today's TT's Rika G, what are we discussing? Oh my goodness. Uh, first of all, we are talking about the Met. And we do know that the theme for this year is um, all about Karl Lagerfeld, which is a designer, a famous designer. And a lot of people have something to say about it, especially Jamila Jamil. Jamila yeah. Jamil. Jamila Jamil. Am I right? From the good place. Yes. There we go. Because I was like, Jamila? Or is it Jamila? <laughs> <laughs> and then we're also talking about um, something that Gloria Diaz said. Mm-hmm. And then, which is actually kind of like related to, <laughs> to like of. the Met. <laughs> kind of. Like Karl Lagerfeld. And then, bakit ako nabubulol? Karl Lagerfeld. Lagerfeld. And then, the last one, we will be talking about what happened in Naia, which is the international airport. In international airport, Manila. huh? International airport. It's an international airport. Coming in from different places. Right. They, had a, they had a whole... Thing, mm-hmm. a hullabaloo, yeah. if you want to say. I would say one of the most <laughs> essential things at an airport is electricity. It is. What I feel like, say? I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think top, top, top priority, top probably. <laughs> top, top, <laughs> probably. Um, I would, I, w- I wonder how much their electricity bill would be. It must be expensive. Though. It must Millions? be. Millions? Maybe. Probably. I don't know. Probably. But uh, anyway, if you want to <laughs> jump to those TTs right away, if you want to skip about uh, UK's the UK life and then the Ortigas life that we're going to talk about in just a bit. <laughs> uh, you can jump to the timestamps listed in the podcast description. But let's begin with where you've been. And I forgot who started. Was it you or me last week, Rika G? I think I started last week. Okay, I'll start then. So you start. All right. Uh, for me, it's just really uh, a bunch of stuff that I watch. I just have to recommend a bunch of stuff that I watch. So I know I'm going to always bring it up every week until Rika G gets on it. Ted Lasso is still going on. They say this is the last season. Uh, it's on episode eight now, if I'm not, not mistaken. I just watched episode eight uh, last night. 
So if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, man, it just progressively just gets so much better like every episode. It's so good. The character development is incredible. Watch Ted Lasso. But last night also, Rika G, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. No spoilers, though. Don't worry. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. No spoilers for everybody, no. please. <laughs> you want to know who died, Rika G? You want to know? My heart. My heart uh, died because it was so good, oh man. Fuck, dude. It's so good. I, I don't know if I, I posted on my stories. I don't know if it's recency bias, but I would really put it up. Maybe top five Marvel movies of all time i would say like it's that good they they have great like you know because if you don't know volume three of guardians is supposed to be the last it's supposed to end the trilogy of the guardians of the galaxy chapter and i think they did it so well like they they closed off all the storylines and the action was incredible there's this one scene like for me one of the i'm not gonna say what it is but it's probably the greatest fight sequence in a marvel movie since captain america or like yeah in terms of like a single fight scene not like a great battle like there was in infinity war or endgame but a single battle with just the characters and some henchmen dude it's probably the best it's it's so good really yeah hmm. mm-hmm. i'm actually i wasn't actually aware that there was another marvel movie <laughs> coming out honestly i don't know why they do you think Maybe. you suffer from uh because some are calling it like uh i forgot the term but people are kind of tired of of marvel and superhero movies in general i forgot the term like it's like you're overexposed to it uh i i, I um, people are talking about do you feel it's that? Not that i'm tired of it i guess you know, they do have a big fan base, and I'm just not part of that fan base. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you I do enjoy, I mean, like, I do enjoy Iron Man, and I do enjoy, like, all the, the Avengers and stuff like that. But it kind of, I kind of had, like, a natural stopping point of seeking out, um, you know, these movies. And maybe I'm just not into it anymore. But I'm not saying that it's bad or whatever. I'm sure if I watch it, I'm going to enjoy it. It's just that I'm not aware. I was not aware. You know, the the hive did not inform me <laughs> that there was going to be another Marvel movie. I guess I don't know. Is was it not advertised as big as you know, like Captain America or I'm not sure Thor or something? For here, well, online I was getting a lot of ads, but maybe because uh, because I do participate in a lot of Marvel, like I like a lot of Marvel reels and tweets and stuff. I guess the algorithm just uh, wasn't in your favor. Versus what mine was. I don't know what. Do you see any movie trailers on your timeline, or any sometimes? Film? So maybe the trailers that sometimes. you see are different from mine, based on our, yeah. you know, what Chat GPT honestly, says. <laughs> I know. Honestly, a lot of um, a lot of the trailers that I see on my timeline are like those independent horror films <laughs> that you have never seen before like very like midsommar oh, kind shit. of thing you know what i mean huh? horror yeah or something like that it's like yeah and then and then you, you're gonna try to see the title of the movie and then nobody's commenting about it it's like people are gatekeeping it or whatever <laughs> I but i know i know i'm like just tell tell us the title <laughs> of the movie don't you want people to watch it <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, but yeah, just to, you know, just to touch off of that, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I would place it. I still think the first one's better, uh, just because you know it was the first one. But this really is up there, and the character Rocket is so awesome. Uh, Star Lord is cool. Uh, you know, you know my, how much I love Chris Pratt, right? So 
it was mm-hmm. uh, it was well worth the price of admission. Uh, and uh, the week before that, I forgot to talk about, or no, I watched it after we recorded. I went with Paeng. We went to watch the movie Air. Have you seen or heard about that movie? It's about Nike. No. Uh, it's about Nike way back in the eighties when they were a failing basketball shoe company. Can you imagine that? Like Nike was in last place in their division versus Adidas and and Converse in basketball sales, like basketball shoe sales. And and so the whole movie is about the character of Matt Damon who plays Sonny something, I forgot, a real-life guy. It's based on a true story. And how they went to go, the lengths that they went to to go and get Michael Jordan signed with Nike and how that changed the trajectory of Nike and Nike Air and Air Jordan all throughout the course of time. It was a really good movie, surprisingly. Like, so much depth in it for, you know, it's a movie about a guy trying to get a guy to, to sign with a shoe company. How how interesting can that be? And it was really well acted, <laughs> man. Really good. Directed by uh, Ben Affleck, who's also in the movie. Uh, he plays uh, the guy who, the, the CEO of Nike or whatever, the shoe, shoe dog guy. But I would highly, I, <laughs> what happened there? I would highly recommend that movie. It's it's if you're not into Marvel movies, like if you're not if you're maybe if you're more like Rika, who's, you know, she enjoys Marvel movies, but isn't super in touch with the lore. Like because the the problem with Marvel movies is you have to especially now you have to kind of watch everything to be to understand everything. And that's a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, that's like 30, 40 movies plus TV shows, Disney plus TV shows to kind of be up to date versus if you just want to watch a really solid, well acted, well directed movie air with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, uh, and uh, a bunch of other... Chris Tucker's in it as well. Air is a really good movie. And that's pretty much what I did this week. I hosted a wedding, which was really fun. Oh, there wow. There was dancing involved. The coordinators made everyone dance. They had they had choreographed numbers, Rika G. Think about that. They made everyone stand what up. What do you mean? Like like a cotillion type of thing? <laughs> Not really. It was more like or a TikTok hip-hop. dances. <laughs> TikTok dances. Okay, okay, I get it. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you know, like sometimes in, in debuts, and I'm guessing sometimes in weddings, they would have like those cotillion. Like, yung parang... Something like that, I feel like. yeah. No, this was just pretty much... Uh, we wouldn't... Like the groomsmen and the bridesmaids, they had their own like dance numbers and shit. And then we had like the guests, they had to perform like, you know, obviously BTS and, and Bruno Mars are like the popular songs always at weddings and debuts. And I feel like they will be for the next 10 years. So you heard Dynamite, you heard 24K Magic, and they just, they made everyone follow their steps. And it was really cool, man. And that's pretty much it. That's uh, the weddings and the shows and movies that I watch. I would highly recommend you guys get on that. Do watch it. It's, it's a great time. And Finn. All right, Finn. Okay, so for me, I guess I'm just going to start right after we recorded last week. It was kind of a busy... It's been such a busy week because school is about to end. And you know what? Here, whenever I say, oh, you know, I'm in school or like I'm going to school or blah, blah, blah. People are like weirded out because usually people say uni and I'm so used to saying school. It's Mm. so weird for me. So school has been kind of busy um we actually have a podcast that we've been doing for a client like an actual client um and yeah so we're partnered up with a business owner or like a businesswoman that um who kind of like 
Um, we kind of just we just need to tell their story as a business person, basically. Mm. Um, so I I got paired up with this um, this woman who's an Egyptian who was born in Egypt, and she set up her food business selling Egyptian street food here in Bristol. And then I just follow her around. So basically, last Friday I followed her at like a food market here in Bristol. Um, and I just asked her a bunch of questions. We did like interviews with everybody, even the customers, which is really fun because I'm used to doing pop-ups because before when I had the coffee shop, when we were doing pop-ups, that's what we would do. Like we would ask people to, do you guys want to try our coffee or, oh, you know, we're selling coffee and shit like that. So that was the thing that I did when I was in the food market. You know, I was asking people, we were asking people, do you guys want to try Egyptian food? you know it's really it's really nice blah 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 so that was like kind of in my wheelhouse I wasn't really shy to do it or whatever but it was really fun because um I was with a recording kit so if you guys know I don't know it's like a whole recording kit with a full-on mic which kind of puts people off sometimes but I don't know it was just a fun day so people were just coming up to me and being like oh wow what is this is it big like is it like a does it look like a, a turntable? Like, is it a big piece of equipment? Or is it just like a small thing with a mic connected to it? No, it's a small thing with a mic connected to it. But, you know, it's still a mic. The mic is pretty out there. Because okay. <laughs> you know, when mic sometimes you're like, whoa, what am I supposed right. to say? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, it was really fun. Um, and then after that, that weekend, actually, Ryan visited here in Bristol. And then we also went to a brewery trail. So there's like a bunch of breweries here in Bristol that are like right next to each other. So you can visit each one and they serve like different um, beers that they brewed. And then um, there are pop-ups also in each brewery because it's like the brewery is like I don't know if you've ever been to a brewery it's like a big building yeah, it's huge right with the big vats like with lots of yeah yeah so that's what you visit but they do have um, pop-ups outside where people serve food coffee whatever um, so it was like a really fun event it was honestly like an event for Bristol but um, there's no entrance fee or whatever. You just have to buy beer. beer. That's it. So um, the first one that we visited, actually, I posted it on Instagram, which is really cool. It's called New Cut Coffee. We had coffee in the first stop that we went to because we just needed coffee first to get through the whole trail. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's called New Cut Coffee. And actually, the owner of that coffee shop, I interviewed before for a news piece that I did which was really cool. So I kind of went up to her and be like, hi, aren't you the owner? Uh, I interviewed you. (laughs) I kind of just wanted to have friends, honestly. (laughs) I wanted to have friends in the coffee scene again. So I was like, hi, thanks again, blah, blah, blah. And then she gave me Kate. Her name is Kate. And then she gave me like free stickers and their coffee is just, it's amazing. I forgot. Yeah, I know. I went to sticker I know, you forgot. I completely forgot. forgot to mention that. Because I talked all about Wait, it already on my podcast. Anyway, my, I talked about it This could be... No, this, 
this could be like a good segue. So what did you do at StickerCon? Oh man, I I spent like I I spent like 6k worth of uh like art. Well, 3k on like a big piece of art, bigger piece of art. It wasn't a sticker. Right. And I spent like 3000 pesos on stickers and it was just incredible uh i'm not gonna talk too much about it because if you just can check it out on my instagram but please follow StickerCon mnl and next time they uh have another con uh please go because like it's all local artists uh all the stickers are created by whoever's own manning their own booth and this the, the incredible amount of time and effort and and like artistic creativity is just next level, man. And there's so there's stickers for everyone. Like I, I mean, I'm sure if you were there, Rika G, I already know what you would be getting, right? You'd be getting these coffee stickers and some BTS stickers for sure, BTS. right? And I, I just there is something for everyone over there. If you there are some like it's not just all cartoony stickers. There are like some really there are some meme stickers. There are some high art or not high art. What do you call that? Like realistic art. You know, it's not like cartoony. I don't know what you call that. Is there a term for that? Like, like they drew it. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's but the the art is not like it's not like anime or whatever. It, it's like realistic. It's like they look like human. Still, made. real life, real still life, art. still art. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so please go to StickerCon MNL, uh, and if you want to see more, just go to my Instagram. And yeah, uh, sorry, sorry to jump on your yeah. Where no, <laughs> no worries. It's we are talking about right, stickers. Right. So yeah, I got free stickers from the event, which was really cool. And then we jumped on to like different breweries after that. We went to like four, but we only got to go. We only actually got a drink at two of the places because oh, we went to another one called Good Chemistry Brew, and they had a lot of people. Like it was jam packed. But there were a lot of dogs there, which is really cute. Like, we were just, instead of people watching, we were dog watching. Because they're like, alam mo yung mga breeds na never mo nakita sa, sa Philippines. Kasi yes. like, in the Philippines, honestly, you see a lot of Shih Tzu, right? Shih Tzus. Oh, yeah, why but are there so many Shih Tzus parang, here, bro? I know, but wala pa ako nakikita ng Shih Tzu dito. Oh. As in, or like, even Maltese. Kasi di ba parang medyo similar sila. Parang wala, wala akong masyadong nakikita ng like, smaller dogs here so for the first time i saw like a shetland i know i don't know if i'm saying that correctly shetland shit i know it sounds weird shetland wait lang ito to a sheltie yeah a shetland sheep dog search for it they look magnificent and even in real life they look amazing yeah. Um, and then we went to the final one. We went to another, like, we went to a pub that wasn't part of the brewery trail, but mm-hmm. we just wanted to sit down. Um, and then we just hung out. Um, what else happened after that? It was just school. I've been biking to school recently. It's been kicking my ass because if you do it maybe once a week, you're like, eh, okay, you're fine. Right. But if you do it every single day, You've been doing it every 15 day? kilometers, I've been doing it for like three days straight, wow. like two days straight. Na parang, parang, oh my gosh, this is kicking my Like every time I go back from, like I, every time I'm home, my housemates will be like, oh, hey, Rika. And then I'm just going to be like, I, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> because the going to school is actually okay because it's all downhill. But obviously, when you all go downhill, you have to go back up, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no other way. Right. Um, so yeah, that's what's been kicking my ass lately. But yesterday, actually, um, we I went on a run. And then 
And then today happened, not really much. Mm. So I think it's it's time to go to our TT's fin. All right, shall we wapow to our first TT? And uh, I believe we are talking about the Met Gala first. Is that right, Rika G? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the Met Gala. And uh, Rika did mention earlier, the theme for this year is actually a person. Uh, a person I actually had never heard of until I started reading up about it online. His name is Carl Lagerfield. So uh, that was the theme. He's a late fashion icon. I believe he passed in 2019. And, uh, you know, he's known for a lot of things, good and bad, right? (laughs) Good and bad. I know. He's known for a lot of things. And he is actually, if you see him, he is very iconic. Like he would always wear his shades, which is actually very um, kind of confusing because obviously the shades is her is his iconic look but on the Met Gala carpet you're not allowed to wear shades mm. even Anna Wintour is not allowed to wear shades okay. like you know they don't wear shades but I do remember there was this one star this year I don't remember who it was they did wear shades on the red carpet I just I, I need to recall but yeah that's his iconic look and he is pretty controversial he has controversial takes on the me too movement he he's been um He's been called, you know, misogynistic and Fat-phobic. he had um, things to say. Yeah, he had things to say about curvy women. So, you know, he, people are telling that he's, people are saying that he's fatphobic and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because of that statement, uh, there was, I mean, before we talk about the outfit, I don't know if you had some personal favorites or whatnot, but I think it's mm-hmm. important to talk about the the other side of things. Uh, we, we did mention Jamila Jamil, who's an actress. You might have known her from uh, playing Tahini in The Good Place. She posted online. Now, we're not going to read the whole quote, but basically, uh, here's kind of a snippet. Uh, let me just read it verbatim. Nobody has perfect morals, least of all me. But Jesus Christ, we had a year to course correct here and not award the highest honor possible to a known bigot. And everyone just decided all of a sudden we can separate the art from the artist when convenient. Uh, and I think that's a pretty uh, it's a pretty big statement to make. And she does have a, a, a kind of a fair point. Like, how come at this Met Gala where this guy, Carl Lagerfeld, who, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. has all these controversies, has not apologized for a lot of it or never apologized for a lot of it before he passed. How come like people are there and they're like they're all they're OK with that theme? They're OK wearing, you know, outfits based on him and his cat. Apparently his cat was also a popular like, yeah, uh, what do you call it? Inspiration for the outfits. You, you saw Doja Cat. You saw maybe Jared, uh, Jared, Jared Leto. Leto wearing that cat outfit. So it, it does, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, yeah. So it does bring up the question: How come uh, the, a lot of these celebrities, who are you know, if you see the list of celebrities, a, a slew of them, very popular, and a lot of them are very outspoken about you know uh, about controversial topics. They they are against uh, you know transphobia. They're against uh, body body shaming and whatnot. You've seen all of these celebrities who talk a big game in a sense. But why are they here mm. now dressing up in the theme of a guy who is known for uh, these problematic things that they have normally spoken up against? What makes the Met Gala different? What are your what are your thoughts on that? I, I feel like um, and I'm just I'm not an expert on the Met Gala. And there are some people who would speak more eloquently <laughs> than me <laughs> about the Met Gala. But it is about the fashion of history. It is, you know, raising money for the Met, basically, you know, the Costume Institute. And if you think about it, and this is, 
I'm not agreeing with the whole thing. Obviously, what he said before were really awful things. And these are awful things towards real people. You yeah. know, saying that um, Lana Del Rey or Adele is a little too fat. Um, so it's just not a good, um, what do you call this, example. Especially, you know, knowing that the, the fashion industry right now is kind of like that, honestly, <laughs> right? Um so, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking because this is, you know, for art and the art that he made. And of course, I mean, mm-hmm. Jamila Jamil did raise that um, concern that, you know, when it's convenient, you separate, mm-hmm. you separate the artist from their art, yeah. right? So I'm just thinking maybe because people kind of support it because, you know, this is in support of the fashion industry, the history of fashion, like literally, you know, um, pieces that were made that were iconic in in the history of fashion. Yeah. She dubbed it, uh, what do you call it? The, the term she used was selective cancel culture, right? Uh, you know, sometimes she, she, basically what she's saying is that these liberal, you know, in liberal politics, sometimes... When we pick and choose what can be canceled and what is not, it kind of waters down the whole standing by your beliefs kind of thing. And I kind of get that, you know. Uh, But at the same time, she also kind of, for me, was a little bit extreme. Uh, She also said, she ended the caption on Instagram saying, The general public online, meaning you and me and all our people that posted our, our favorite outfits on IG stories, for example, Uh, The general public online participated and were entirely complicit in the erasure of the truth last night. And I feel like that's a little bit harsh, in my opinion. Mm. Because I just, I don't know, maybe because... But don't you think so? Well, yeah. But don't you think so? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know... It is, but I don't think it... Because, for example, I have friends that posted dope outfits. Like, I really like Kihoi Kwan's outfit that night. I was like, damn, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. But... Had I not read read Jamila Jamil's statement, I didn't know anything about Karl Lagerfeld. I don't even know who the guy was. And I doubt all of my mm-hmm. friends who were posting knew about it. I think they just admired mm. uh, the the artistry and the and the the design of the outfits. And by by kind of mm. grouping everyone who posted just because they liked the outfits as someone who is complicit in the erasure of the truth is a little bit harsh. Right. But I get where she's coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not not everyone had ill intentions. And I feel like that kind of goes with, I don't know if every celebrity has read up on Karl Lagerfeld. I, I, maybe, I mean, every celebrity who went there, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Um, of course, I guess that's on them, right? Due diligence to kind of find out who this guy is. But for the general public online, I don't think it's fair for, for you know, for everyone to say that they're complicit. But I get her point. You, you mean you feel me? Yeah, I kind of get. I kind of get it. Um, I don't know. Honestly, like let's say, um, actually, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough <laughs> because one. I don't really have any strong feelings. Yeah, I don't really have strong feelings about it. Um, honestly, but they did say that you know, um, because Lizzo Lizzo showed up um in the red carpet with like pre-show snacks. Mm-hmm. And mm. they did say that maybe it's just because of what she said before that, you know, they don't really have food there and right. she gets hungry and stuff. Or okay. it could be, you know, standing up against standing up against um, the fat phobic statements that Karl Lagerfeld said before that, you know, maybe right. they're a little too fat and, you know, she's, she's standing up against it. So, 
Yeah. Um, and Annalise Keating, uh, what's her name in real life? <laughs> How to Get Away with Murder. She showed up in a pink mm-hmm. outfit. I, I know <laughs> it's meant to stand for something. But yeah, in that sense, maybe you're right. Like the some celebrities went there as a show of uh, maybe strength. Like, hey, we're not going to, even though this, this guy is the theme, look, we're rising above it. And we're here more for right. the Met rather than we are for Karl Lagerfeld. Something like that. I, I think that makes sense. I I I guess I mean like um, Jamila Jamil could express that you know this could be like the erasure of history, but that's the beauty of you freely expressing your opinions and thoughts um, online. Is that you know you don't have to erase history. You can remind people that this is what he was before, and even if let's say. He is being celebrated as an icon in that event. You know, people are still talking about what he did before. And you see articles about it and everything. It's just that, is it enough? Mm, Right? Is it enough? Because does it it make up for everything that, every awful thing that he did before? Mm Mm-hmm. Because then in the future, what if a person, you know, said all of these awful things, you know, ruined people's lives and their mental health. Pero dahil, you know, um, dahil lang pinapag-usapan siya online, they can still be celebrated in yeah. an event. Yes, yes. Right? It, you know it what I mean? definitely brings up a lot of conversation talk points. So yeah. let us know what you think. I mean, did you want to share your thoughts on any outfits? Did you have any favorites or anything that you wanted to discuss about the, the Met Gala? I guess the most um, talked about interview was with Emma Chamber... Ch- I really cannot say up. her name. You always mess that up. I know. Emma Chamberlain. Right. I think it's Chamberlain. Okay. okay. It's Emma Chamberlain interviewing Doja Cat and Doja Cat just answering the questions with meows. Meow. Because she was dressed as a cat. <laughs> look, look it up. It's like it's she's funny. just answering all the questions with yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is just iconic. She honestly. was making the rounds <laughs> online too, Doja Cat. Like she, uh, there's a yeah. video of her. Someone else is being interviewed, and she's in the background vaping. Like not not a bad thing, but it was just it went viral. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> no, I did yeah, not. It's pretty funny. But <laughs> there is another controversy going around the Met because they do have, you know, like different celebrities have after parties that they throw, and then I think. Uh, Doja Cat and Diddy through an after party and they didn't let Kylie Jenner in. What? And they were saying it's about them. They said it's them being Team Selena. Damn, the that's Team real? Selena. <laughs> no way, that's real? I know, I know. And I don't... I don't know if it was successful that they stopped Kylie Jenner from entering from entering their party because I feel like that's impossible. <laughs> I feel like, but I mean, oh if my god, it this were, is a real article. The, this is just. <laughs> oh my god! I told real. you. I know. Oh, there's okay. a lot of controversy when it comes to the Met, you know, um, and even even the Kardashians. Like people were kind of like, well, I honestly, I was shocked. I'm not saying that people were shocked. It's just that mm. there were um, there were um, con- like uh, like people were talking about it before the Met that the Kardashians were uninvited to the Met because of what Kim Kardashian did with Marilyn Monroe's um, dress. dress before. I think it was last year, right? Last year. Yeah, it was last year. Um, because as you, yeah, because as you know, you know the Met they they champion for for the preservation of fashion items, you know, and Kim Kardashian just 
kind of ruined an iconic <laughs> historical dress. So yeah. people were talking about, oh, will they be uninvited? Obviously, they weren't. They were there. There we have it. All right. Uh, any more thoughts it. on this, Rika G? Yeah, Wapow? Wapow. Okay, let's talk about uh, Gloria Diaz. So you might know Gloria Diaz. Uh, she is well-known here in the Philippines. Uh, she's an actress. She won Miss Universe way back in, I forgot what year that was. I'm not going to look it up. But you know that she's a former Miss Universe winner. And uh, she just today, as the time is recording, maybe a couple hours ago, she made a statement with uh, entertainment site Push regarding the Miss Universe organization uh, because the, if you don't know, Miss U- the Miss Universe organization have uh, made a new decision allowing single mothers, pregnant, married, divorced, and trans women to all compete in the prestigious Miss Universe pageant. Here's the quote uh, verbatim. Edi dapat universe na lang. Huwag nang Miss. Kasi hindi na Miss yun, di ba? Mm. Dapat universe. That is the spicy take from Miss Gloria Diaz. But continue to say, before we kind of discuss everything, that... My personal opinion, which is not to be taken in the negative way, dapat may sarili silang contest. My Mrs. Universe, my lesbian universe, my tran and this my tranny universe. Gloria told the entertainment outlet, "There is room for so much more." Oh, oh, mga category na ganon, ganyan. So that's the kind of I think. I think tranny is such an outdated word. I feel like isn't that offensive? Isn't that an outdated? It's an offensive, outdated word. Nobody uses that word right. anymore yeah. i mean i don't know if people still consider it as offensive because like people already know what it means mm-hmm. like you're talking about transgender mm-hmm. you know um people but you know people don't use that anymore and the fact that she used it meaning that her ideologies are kind of outdated as well oh, yeah i feel like right and this actually yeah so when jc told me about this story because i was not updated and plus it was fairly new um a few weeks ago, my friends and I were talking about this term called TERF, T-E-R-F. So TERF is short for... Um, trans-exclusionary, trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. There we go. So trans-exclusionary radical feminist. And if you guys want to know more about it, because it is such a complicated like group of people (laughs) complicated term Um, you guys can look it up Vox has a really um, good uh, article about it but apparently so TERF originated in the late 2000s this is from Vox but grew out of 1970s radical feminist circles so um, it is a term to separate radical feminists who support trans women and those who don't So basically, like in the likes of J.K. Rowling, you know what I mean? Like those those kinds of ideas. (laughs) Yeah. So they do say they do prefer to call themselves gender critical because if you do, I mean, and if you if you do um, look it up, obviously, gender and sexual identity is two different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, that's what they believe. They're gender critical. Right. And do you yeah, think, what I mean, saying? no, I, I just feel like, so Gloria Diaz, I, most of what she said missed the spot uh, be, because mm. she said, for example, uh, pre, um, divorced women can still be miss, right? Am I mm. wrong? Right? Miss, like you can be a miss universe even if you're divorced, like miss. Like the, she's talking about the, what do you call that? Suffix? Like Mr. Mrs. Miss Miss I'm honestly I think 
Kasi di ba yung Miss Universe, um, the Miss Universe, like universe. Right. <laughs> Parang yung owner niya is paiba-iba. And every year, like, they would have different rules. And mm-hmm. I think at one point, you cannot, you cannot be a divorced woman. Yes, yes. I think. Right. Uh, so, yeah. including that, I mean, uh, I, because the, the new ruling is, what I'm feeling is that Gloria Diaz is using the word miss to kind of say, if you are not MS versus MRS. That's why you can't compete. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the statement she was trying to make. So if you're married, mm-hmm. you're a missus, which kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that part. But trans women can still be identified as MS if you're going to put it, like, on paper or something. Like, trans women can be missed. Divorced women can be missed. Pregnant women, you don't have to be married to be a miss, MS. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that I could see, like, because there is a missus. I did not know this. There is a missus universe. Did you know that? I think like, so, yeah. yeah. I know that I, there's a Mrs. Universe. There's like a, there's a, um, for, there's a, what do you call this? There's for trans women, women. also. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did not know that. So in terms of Gloria Diaz's statement, I, I kind of get like the, if you're a married woman, you should join Mrs. Universe. But I don't think you should be excluded from Miss Universe. But the, the rest of her statement is kind of off base, like based off of that alone. Like I think mm. she's saying mm-hmm. that if you're not a if you're not a single heterosexual woman cis I don't know what the, what the right term is but if you weren't born like with a vagina and you're not married that's the oh no sorry if you were born with a vagina and you're not married that's the only people who can participate and in, in Miss Universe and I think that's completely wrong I feel like that's how she feels and it just it just it kind of sweet it kind of which sucks because the Miss Universe pageant in general if you know all the women that well, not all, obviously now, but the women that you see in the pageants, they're speaking up for things that are against this kind of behavior, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of it's kind of surprising coming from a former Miss Universe. But then again, as you said, the term turf and the you know the era the era that was you know where when when Miss, when Gloria Diaz was you know coming up, it did probably change their her outlook on on gender and and sex and whatnot. Yeah. Medyo wild lang, no? It's just kind of surprising to hear that from her. You know, because, you know, I've been seeing a lot of videos online about conversations between women and trans women. And it it does become spicy sometimes because there are, there is there are some accusations that people who are um, who are supporting trans women are kind of like silencing women, you know, like mm-hmm. biologically. Because mm-hmm. you know how there are these terms already that are being... Um, circulated na you're not supposed to call it like pregnant woman you're supposed to call them like birthing birthing, birthing. person really yeah wow. so like so yung mga ganun na parang you're a birthing person but I am still a woman but I'm not a birthing person parang ganun yung sinasabi nila na parang all these different terms but I feel like it's people are more concerned about right now people are more concerned about the semantics of all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you call this person? What do you call this? And and there's a lot of debate when it comes to that. And sometimes sometimes, you know, I it's not that I completely agree na parang um you're silencing women, but here we go again, you're kind of like excluding. Mm-hmm. Kumbaga may parang pag may parang exclusion na nangyayari na parang for me for me, obviously, a woman is still, you know, if I want to call myself a woman, then then go ahead. Right. But 
there are, I feel like there are aspects in life where you cannot erase what a woman is. A woman, mm. diba, na parang a woman has, you know, like these uh, re- reproductive qualities that a man cannot just simply have. I see. And I think that's a totally different conversation um, altogether compared to who can be in a pageant. Yes. Because in diba it's a to- totally different conversation so and i feel like we can have those conversations na parang hindi hindi mo siya pwede gawing general na parang porket in the evolutionary um, conversation <laughs> yeah. na parang in the evolutionary conversation na parang a woman has you know like ovulates and has you know um ovaries and a uterus um, those are facts. Those are facts. But when it comes to the Miss Universe, to the Miss Universe pageant, you know, in that sense, I feel like what a woman is is it's made by humans. Eh? Gets yes, ba? I get it. Na parang I get it. a human can decide. A human, a human can decide who can enter the pageant and who cannot. Who is defined as so, a Miss in this case, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ba? Which is like so. Parang for me, parang. It's not for the that same. person to decide. <laughs> it's not for the that, same. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same for that person to decide who can and cannot join a pageant. It's just for like sure. grabbing yung power nila, the power that they hold, right? Um, so yeah, um, it is pretty. It's a it's a gray area. Because of course, ako as a woman, I do not want to be called a birthing person. Ako ah, I don't want to be called a birthing person. Like. <laughs> For thousands of years, sorry, pero parang, I mean, I, just me. If no, another person it. wants to be called a birthing person, then go yeah. ahead. Now, I mean, like, diba, parang you've seen it na parang for thousands of years na parang women have been oppressed. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, like women, it, the that's the minority gender. And you know it. We've, we've seen it in, in history na even just like, Diba, parang in education, in business, in the in career, in everything, the women is women are supposed to be in in the house cleaning, you know, whatever. And even up to now, twenty twenty three, you can still feel that there is some sort of like disparity when it comes to that. And mm-hmm. tapos dadagdag pa tong conversation na parang well, you know what, you know I'm, you know um, you can't be called that. Right. Here it does we not go help again. bridge the gap. But, it does not help bridge the gap that we're yeah. trying to bridge. Pero, ako honestly, uh, ako honestly, like, I don't, ako parang, when it comes to who can be called a woman, go ahead. You know, if you identify yourself as a woman, go ahead. Ako talaga. Yeah. As in, if you call yourself a woman, then why not? I mean, like, we're not gatekeeping who a woman right. is. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Birthing, per- birthing um, person, man. That's crazy. I've yeah, never heard so that term is, until you brought it up, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, so there's like a birthing person. I think there's like a category where there's menstruating women and non-menstruating women and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, impregnators. Is that what they call the guys? It could be. I don't know. But you like for me weird. right now, I am, ako, honestly, I am still in the process of educating myself when it comes to that. Because right. I've been seeing a lot of debates online na parang there are doctors 
um, having debates with trans women, saying na parang, how can you call yourself a woman when you don't have, you know, when you don't have a uterus? And because biologically, that's what you call a woman. But like I said before, that's a totally different conversation compared to who can be in a pageant and what. Yeah. I agree. All right. right. Any more thoughts on this? Uh, and if, if you have any thoughts, Let Your Fans, please, uh, you can discuss it amongst yourselves in the Halala Show Let Your Fam Facebook group. Let us know what you think about Gloria Diaz's statement. And did it surprise you? Uh, do you agree with some parts or do you disagree with everything? It surprised me. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Anyway, shall we wapow to our final TT? Yeah, wapow. All right. Let's talk about the uh, the brownout or the power outage. I think, dito lang ba brownout? Do they only call it, they call it blackout in the States. Or like a power I outage. I think so. I feel like brownout lang tao dite. But there was a blackout slash brownout slash power outage at Naia Terminal 3, Ninoy Aquino International Airport, which uh, caused the cancellation of at least 46 domestic flights following an eight-hour brownout at the terminal. That is wild, man. And here's another, yeah. you know, before we talk about the details of that, uh, Meralco did say that maybe... Uh, the problems points to a main circuit breaker problem, but there is also someone. Uh, there's, there's, uh, some say that there might have been sabotage involved. Rika G, <laughs> DOTR says that we're not discounting the possibility Ooh. that there might be a sabotage. I hope it's not. That's the reason why we ask other agencies to join in. So <laughs> why, why, what sabotage could there possibly <laughs> Who? be? Who, where, why? <laughs> Tell us, who could it be? Whoa. Oh, this comes after uh, a few months from, uh, I think, December when it happened. We talked about it here on the podcast as well. When the uh, the air traffic controller lost communications for a while uh, at mm-hmm. Naia as well. So uh, a string of problems that have circulated within you know less than half a year of each other. And these are major problems, like literally causing mm-hmm. delays of flights. And it should not happen. And why is it happening at what is supposed to be our, you know, our international terminal? It's it's kind of embarrassing. And, you know, I, I don't know what needs to be done for it to, to avoid these and the problems. What do you think? And I would like to think that there was a plan B, right? Hopefully. That a plan B should have been in place, that this shouldn't have happened. But yeah, yeah, it did. That's surprising because it is an international airport, which means there are flights coming in and out, uh, sorry, coming in from different countries. And if this happened, there must have been like a big, big disruption up in the air. Yeah, Probably. yeah, definitely. Because uh, it, it disrupted communications, according to uh, the articles I'm reading. Mm-hmm. The closure of stores and other businesses inside there. Poor ventilation. If you see videos on TikTok, everyone's sweating, bro. Everyone's on the floor. Yeah. They're sweating. Uh, and they had to manually check in and load baggage while processing packages, uh, passengers. Imagine how, I mean, because everything's normally done on a computer. Imagine having to manually check, like, the manifest and the whatever. Like, I don't know how it was done pre-computers, yeah. but I'm sure that's what they had to do. And it's 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 kind of nuts, man. Uh, they did say that the full electrical, It's time. they say it's time to do a full electrical audit since Naia 3 was built in the 1990s. That's what they're saying. So maybe it's outdated. Maybe th- mm-hmm. we haven't replaced it. Maybe that could be an issue. And I feel like maybe this incident is will be a call to action and a wake up call to you know whoever know. or the people behind the scenes of international the international airport and travel. 
And I feel like this was a wake up call because there are news that, you know, you know, um, tycoons are reassembling for a 100 billion rehab of the international airport. Yeah. So we don't know. It takes a power outage to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Every year, isn't there supposed to be like a check? Aren't we supposed to like, yeah. Apparently, um, no, it's, it takes but that... 60 to 90 days for the audit mm-hmm. and the repairs to be done. So two to three months for it to be done, mm-hmm. which means like, I feel like, I don't know if it, this is not unconfirmed, obviously, but I feel like they do all the time. That's why it takes that long. Yeah. Right? And it's just, it's just so mm. dumb, man. Like, how? I mean, I feel for all the passengers. I feel for the the employees as well, because obviously it's not their fault. Like it's not the employees at the the counters at F- the stores, obviously. right? <laughs> so, like, what a shitty. Because I'm sure they had to bear with the brunt of the frustrations of the of the passengers, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Like for the passengers, like why you would be pissed at the people at the counters, but it's not their fault. But I I, I could already imagine like the amount of seething that was going on. At the airport that day. Shit. Wait, man. so are you saying all of the terminals? No, just Terminal 3. Terminal 3. Just Terminal yeah, 3. Okay, right. okay, okay. But imagine... I was thinking, you know, mm. those are... Th- but still, that's the international... I know, Deba, The international airport uh, where international There are some international flights, flights that in go and in and out there, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a lot of mm. domestic flights as well. There, A lot of domestic okay. flights were, mm-hmm. were terminated because of that. So, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know what else to say about this. I know it's just surprising that in that scale that an international airport would have a power outage like that and that long yeah. as well. Strange. Diba? Na you would think that it's a system. It's a system that's supposed to be running all the time. Tas biglang feel na ganun. Oh my gosh, the amount of frustration. I know. <laughs> Grabe. I, I can imagine, imagine you. I can imagine you, bro. You're sweating your balls off over there. I can feel it, bro. Dude. I already know your face. And for you to be like, for you to be paying for the flights but. and you know hauling hauling your ass over there bringing all of your suitcases and what's what's i think what's more frustrating about it if let's say you're already inside yung hindi ka makakauwi you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. mm-hmm. cuz what if you already went through immigration and everything you're already inside you can't do anything malana malana shit damn anyway uh, wow. any more final thoughts on this rika g before we uh, will pow to our final segment Wapow. Wapow. All right, we have nine minutes left on this uh, Zoom call. So we're going to answer some quick Gadasa <laughs> questions, um, uh, which we have on our Spotify. So if you want to ask us a question, we have this is a cool feature on Spotify. Just ask a question in the Q&A part of the, our, our episodes, and we'll try to answer them. So the first one, uh, real quick, Chilo says, how's been 30 years old treating you so far? Because Chilo says they're about to turn 30 this July. How's 30 treating you? Rika Garcia. I mean, I can't complain. Okay. I feel like I I'm still I feel like I'm still the same. I'm still the same person as I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't like really um kind of focusing in on the tiny little minor details. But I don't feel any different. I did turn 30 this year. I thought it was gonna be a bigger deal than it was, but apparently for your birthday to be a big deal, you need money. Right. So I don't have that. <laughs> and I thought I was going to have those, you know, champagne popping, you yeah. know, lights and everything. Dirty 30. But if you don't, I know. I thought I was going to have a dirty 30. But honestly, I did not have money for that oh, shit. shit. So 
<laughs> no, yeah, so I don't really feel any different. But then again, for me, when it comes to age, I do have a different outlook because I really don't like looking at age at all. It sucks. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I feel like that's also like very um, ideological of me. Because mm. obviously, in, 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 when you go out there, when you look for jobs, when you present yourself out there, people are looking at your age, I feel like. I think so too. So medyo, I'm just like, my head is just in the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> Don't burst my bubble, right. you guys. <laughs> but yeah. Well, to kind of prematurely burst that bubble, on the other end of things, I hate it. I hate being 30. My metabolism <laughs> is slow as fuck. It is so hard to lose weight, friends. I'm telling you, I didn't believe it when I was 24, 25, and all the people who I knew were 30 were telling me, yeah, man, get in shape now because it's going to be hard. I didn't believe them, and I should have. I should have, mm. you know? So if you're under 30, this is your time. This is your wake-up call. Get to the gym. Eat healthy because when you turn 30, it's fucking so difficult. It's like literally five, ten times more difficult now for me. Here's the thing, though. I think for me, my outlook right now when it comes to my health and when it comes to my body, now that I'm turning 30, I do know that, you know, somehow, like, things will change. Your metabolism will slow down. You know, some hormones will, you know, you won't produce them anymore or whatever. My mom keeps checking on my follicles. Me and my follicles are fine. Okay? My mom... Every single call, my mom will be like, Anak, your follicles, you need to be taken care of. And I'm like, <laughs> me and my follicles, we're chilling. We're chilling. We're good. We're chilling, mama. All right. <laughs> but here's my outlook when it comes to my body right now. I am working out and I am eating healthy, not because I want to look a certain way. Um, obviously, if that happens, then great. But it's because... I want to be able to be strong. I want to be able to lift things, mm. uh, you know, my packages. And I want to be able to squat down and smell flowers, and, okay? And, and bike to school every <laughs> day. Marang, and bike to school every day. It's not even about aesthetic anymore. And I know that it comes with it. When you take care of your body, you will see a change. But that's not really my main focus anymore. I want to be able to pick up my nephews and my nieces and run around with them and and everything. You know, eventually when I have a child, I want to be able to, you know, ride bikes with them. and, And that's it. And I want to be able to, you know, fight my way out of like a I don't know situation yeah. <laughs> but so the thing is I want to be strong that's it I don't I, my focus isn't really about like what I look like anymore mm-hmm. and here's the thing what you know what really helped me I did come across this one video I I forget if it's um a YouTube video or a TikTok but they talked about um wanting to look like your high school self because Admittedly, like when I was in high school, I was thin, you know, I was wearing all these like really nice clothes and like you could see my collarbones, oh, my, my collar whatever. I, I know, right? I um, but that person in the video said that you're not supposed to look like your high school self because you're a fully grown woman. What you look like right now, if you're healthy and everything, um, that's what you're supposed to look like at 30 years old. Mm. You're a fully grown adult. Facts. You know, you know, as a fully grown adult, you're not supposed to weigh 85 pounds. <laughs> That's a teenager. <laughs> so stop squeezing yourself into your high school clothes, mm. buy adult clothes, and then, you know, like, it really helped that mindset kind of helped me accept my body right now because I would like to think that 
because you know I try to work out every day I try to to eat healthy and I would like to think that my body is in a healthy state aside from the diabetes right right <laughs> that we can't really you know you can't do yeah. we can't Nothing go around yeah, yeah. I get that. Nothing to do about that. I love that. I love that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love but, what you're saying. I love what you're. I love the point you're making. Diba, na parang, na parang, I'd like to think that my body is where it's supposed to be right now. This is what a fully grown woman is all about. Boom. This is it. Mic drop. Right. Mic no, drop. Mic drop. All right. Uh, <laughs> two more quick questions. That we get. We have enough time for this. William says, because I saw your Instagram okay. story. Which NBA teams are you rooting for? Who do you think will make the finals? I don't know if you're going to... I know you're rooting, probably rooting for someone because I saw you watching with Ryan on your stories. Are you now a no, Warriors fan Ryan, or no? Yeah. Sabi ko kasi, sabi ko parang, okay, so wala na team ko. I'm just going to root for the Warriors because yeah. that's Ryan's team. That was crazy, man. <laughs> Steph Curry had 50 points. Like, grabe. Grabe, no? Incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. So good luck to you, Rika G. I know you're rooting for the Warriors, but I am actually, just for the legacy... And just to, uh, I'm I'm going for LeBron's team, even though I, I don't really have a dog in okay. the fight. Uh, Lakers, and they're playing right now. So I guess you and I were gonna have some beef going on behind the scenes. Lakers Ooh. versus Warriors, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and the last thing, it's not actually a question, but I, I publish it because I'm not afraid. It says here, <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong. I wish JC would become aware of the fact that he frequently interrupts Rika. <laughs> <laughs> First That's of all, just how we are. in my defense, we don't. We used to do this podcast live, and it's easier to see live. when we're in front of each other. Yeah. The cues. Rika and I, we don't turn on our cameras, so sometimes Never. I feel like she's done with a thought, <laughs> and then I jump in, and she's not done by that. All right. So, so today when we were recording, I was being what? super mindful. I was like, "Fuck, should I? Should I talk? Will, will I get bashed?" <laughs> No, but here's the thing, okay. And we've been, me and JC, we've been friends for a long time. So, you know, interrupting thoughts, that's the least of our worries, okay? (laughs) That's the least of our worries. Also, here's the thing. Like JC said, we don't turn on our cameras. And I remember there's this one time. I, I... I remember there's this one time I turned on my camera and you turned on your camera yeah, <laughs> and we were like, what? so are we? That's parang sabrang weird na tinanong JC. Are we supposed to turn on our cameras? I'm like, no, I'm like, no, gross, dude. turn it off, turn this shit off, shut it down. It's not happening. Uh, but yeah, I, I appreciate. I mean, I appreciate the comment though. Like, I, I was more mindful today. I was like, should I, should I, mean, I talk more? <laughs> See, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to post yeah. these, man. So uh, it's fine. It's please, fine. Please uh, let us know in the comments of the Q and A of Spotify. Follow us online, the Halala Show, everywhere except for on Instagram, where it's Halala Show. And uh, let me interrupt you one more time, Rika G. Email us at the Halala Show <laughs> at gmail.com. And Rika has a YouTube channel. Tell us about it. It's our climbs less than a minute. <laughs> forty-five seconds. We have forty-five extra seconds. Extra song. Yeah, extra. <laughs> oh, yeah, extra song. Rika G. Hit it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 